Chronic pain is tricky. It requires a multidisciplinary treatment approach, and there's no quick fix that will cure it. Riley Bokan from The Healing Tree in Indiana is a licensed massage therapist, a licensed esthetician, a certified personal trainer, and has been involved in all different facets of the health and wellness industry. Because of Riley's passion for helping all of her clients reach true healing and health, she collaborates with dietitians, doctors, chiropractors, and therapists to provide a team approach for her clients with chronic pain. Riley has worked with high-performance athletes such as Steelers, pit football, basketball, and swimming. The Healing Tree Center offers a full-circle holistic wellness center. Listen in today as I talk with Riley about her holistic approach with each and every client. Hey there, welcome to the Pretty Well Podcast. Do you want to know how to eliminate exhaustion, brain fog, and bloating? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling, why am I so tired? Are you over being told that nothing's wrong with you and your symptoms are just a sign of aging? Hey, I'm Lisa Smith, functional medicine dietitian with a thriving holistic health practice, and I've been there. Overwhelmed, in pain, and defeated when my doctors insisted that nothing was wrong with my health. But I knew something wasn't right and desperately wanted to find root cause solutions to feel like myself again, but it seemed impossible. So I took matters into my own hands and researched holistic health solutions to my exhaustion, inflammation, and gut problems. And now I want to share these life-changing solutions with you. In this podcast, you will find that radical health transformation comes from small steps in learning the right foods and nutrition for you healing your gut and dialing in your mindset so that you will be feeling better than ever. Hey, welcome back to the Pretty Well Podcast. I'm Lisa Smith, and today I have a special treat for you. I'm so excited to bring Riley Bocan from The Healing Tree on with me, and we are going to have the most delightful conversations. So join on in and welcome Riley. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to be here. Every time I talk to you, it's it's a learning for me. And it's I you were talking earlier about being a battery and you definitely are for all of your clients Aww, and for other professionals. You. It's I feel like every time I talk to you, I could talk for days and, <laughs> and still not know everything and what's going to come next in our conversation. Same, so same I'm, when I talk to you. Yes, Thank you. Yes. So I'm so grateful to be here and blessed to be able to hear your education. And uh, I know I have a ton of clients that ask questions on diet and I always refer them to you, but I'd like to be able to, even for myself, be able to lead them in the right direction and then say, okay, this advice came from this professional, you should go there. Thank you, I appreciate you. So, well, let's get started about you. Let's talk about what is the Healing Tree? Yes. What's the backstory? How did you get started? So the Healing Tree itself, I know that's a super common name, but for me, I have a Celtic Irish background. I'm super Irish. If you haven't seen me before, I have very <laughs> bright red hair and I'm super pale. So the Healing Tree, I wanted it to be a representation of like the Celtic Tree of Life mm -hmm. and all the branches kind of represent different styles of healing. And that's really what I wanted, what I want the Healing Tree to be is a space where either integrated inside the healing tree my business itself or outside of it but a network of professionals that can help with all kinds of healing because it's an integrated approach mm. and again we were talking about this 
anytime we see somebody come in, oftentimes, whether it starts out physical or mental or emotional, all of those tend to play into the end result. So mm-hmm. even if it starts out one way or another, it all plays in together. And that's why I think it'd be really great to, I moved to this area a couple of years back and I really want to develop a network of professionals that can, we all can refer to each other and say, okay, I've gotten you this far. This person can help or let's do this together. Let's do this on the same day as an integrated approach. That's why you and I get along so well. Yes. That was my vision <laughs> for Integrative Wellness Center. Yes. Because it, it, it is integrative. It's not that you come to this one stop and it's one stop shopping. It's that you and I find like-minded practitioners with the same level of integrity and yes. empathy and care and experience and education. And then we put, we find others and say, okay, well, you know what? That body work is not my wheelhouse, yes. but I know who, yeah. I who, yeah. I know whose it is. Right? And, and something else isn't, you know, my, so it's so great to have this. I love having us. And we're literally what probably like five buildings apart yeah, which is yeah we're really, very really whenever cool. people are like where's that i'm like oh it's literally right down the road yeah, right from me yeah, yeah yeah it's awesome that's also part of why we get along because i'm part irish so yes, i yeah, feel right? like there's an affinity <laughs> anyway that has deeper roots but tell me what the mission is behind the healing tree so i have a background as a personal trainer massage therapist esthetician and then i'm hopefully continuing that i'd love to go back for acupuncture maybe in the future but my overall goal and mission statement is to be a place for healing and personal growth and it was important for me to include both both the healing and personal growth because i think that through that healing you really find some clarity and i think that Mm. education is also a huge part of that every client i come in I just had a client this past week and he was like, well, nobody's ever told me any of this. Mm. And he's had chronic pain for a while. And I was just telling him about how his body works, simply like pain reactions and the pain cycle and, and how to develop patterns, how his kinesiology patterns, the way he moves is affecting him. And nobody's ever said that to him. And he's had pain for such a long period of time. And he's seen so many different practitioners and, and nobody's ever thought to just talk to the client and say, hey, here's how your body works. Oh, wow. I bet that was so eye-opening for him. It's so cool to see the reactions from people that that are just learning now in their 40s or 50s mm-hmm. or sometimes even 20s. That's still a long time to not even know how your body works. It's so cool to see reactions of like, oh, I could... I could look at this at the end of the day and say, hmm, what did I do? This, this, and this? Oh, this is causing the pain. Wow. Yeah, to find a map to their own body after 20 to 40 years. And them now realizing that is, that's what makes it special is every single day I get, these people are so passionate about learning about their own bodies and learning what they can do for themselves. It makes me so excited because that's what I'm passionate about. Yeah. So then now you've empowered them to change their life, sometimes with small steps that that, and that transforms everything for them. Yeah. Taking that even small suggestions. I I talk about this later, but I give all my clients a little, just little notes and suggestions and it's like a self-care guide. So when they feel pain, they can kind of go through this list maybe before they take ibuprofen and now they have some power back over their body and, or a guide to what they need to do when they're feeling that pain. So that's amazing. It really is. Tell me your... So tell me when people come to see you, is it primarily massage therapy? Do you do, and t- 
tell, tell me what that's like for a client so that our listeners out of the gate get an idea of what is it like so i know my niche is chronic pain that's where a lot of my a lot of my education is in chronic pain but because i have a personal training background i'm also very corrective mm -hmm. so i do love working with chronic pain but mm -hmm. i think everybody has something to learn about themselves so sure. anytime i have somebody come in i get people with anxiety that don't even know maybe they have anxiety and it's yeah. playing into their body or people with past trauma that that sits in their body mm -hmm. and they have that tightness from that i get people who maybe their parent got them or their partner got them a massage and then they come in and i work on them and i ask is this how you feel all the time and they're like yeah is that weird and i'm like well your body's really, really tight. This is ah. this isn't relaxed fascia. This is very tight fascia. So mm -hmm. they realize that they've been sitting in that mode all the time and that they don't even know how tight their body is until their body says, Enough, I'm gonna send out some pain signals. Ah. So So people come to you probably initially for massage therapy. Yeah. But yes. then you become even more of an educator. Right, right. So that it's not what I, what I love about what you're saying is I have severe scoliosis. I get chronic pain. Trust right. me. I, get, I, I understand it. I know it. It's, it's, and it's tough. And you have these compensatory things that you do through your day to kind of deal with it. But, but you, I could see when someone comes into you so many times we think, well, this will at least help me feel to feel better for now. Yeah. Like when I've gotten massage in the past, it's like, okay, I know this is not long term. This, this is, is gonna just going to this is going to be a band aid. Be, yeah, until yeah. I move a certain way. Mm -hmm. So when I do have clients coming in, we're educating them. Yeah. Um, I think now that I've. I'm solely word of mouth. I'm not a super big social media person, but mm -hmm. which I actually love that because I think word of mouth is so genuine. Somebody felt good enough mm -hmm. after their session, whether it's a relief of anxiety or stress or pain that they wanted to tell somebody else in their life and create that chain of kind of, Hey, I feel good. I want you to feel good. Highest so, compliment. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I love getting people that way. So there are a lot of people now that come to me and they're like, well, this person told me that you're going to help me figure out what what's going on. Yeah, that's what and I hear you yeah. saying. That you you're not the band aid, so yeah. you take it to the next I level. I really don't want to be. Yeah, I mean, I tell my clients all that when I have a client ask me, well, when should I come back? I tell them, you know, if you really want to make progress after our first session, maybe three weeks. Mm -hmm. But my goal is just to accomplish some goals in this session and get you essentially fixed or educated, give you self-care because if you get better, then you're going to tell other people. So that builds a clientele. So either way, mm -hmm. I have no, there's no reason for me to want to gatekeep information and not tell you if right. you get better, you're going to tell everybody else. Right. So it's really cool that I pride myself on not being that bandaid. I pride myself yeah. on, you know, really educating clients so that they can establish that mind-body connection where when they feel a pain or a stress, they can say, okay, what am I feeling right now? Why am I feeling it? How can I fix it? And mm -hmm. break that pain cycle of just ignoring it and kind of going on with the day. So. That's what I hear you saying. And that is, that differentiates you because most of us think about massage therapy as wonderful and it's great for the time I'm getting it and a little bit after but I'm going to have to keep going back and back because it's temporary. But right. what you're saying is I'm helping to find the roots of this pain yes. so that you can take this on your own. I'm going to help you today, 
but you can take this information on your own and you can start making changes in how you walk, how you sit, yes. how you hold your stress yeah. and anxiety, how you can become more aware. And we are mind, body, and spirit. So how you become more aware holistically so that you don't continue to perpetuate the pain. Yeah. That is awesome. And I think so many times people come in and they've been to other professionals and I, I won't, I would never talk badly about other professionals because I think that every profession, whether it's chiropractic, massage, nutrition, everybody has something to offer somebody. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes when, when people go, especially in Western healthcare, it's, it's not giving you the education that you need, or they're not saying, well, let's talk about your life. Let's talk about your habits. Let's talk about your lifestyles, your occupation. What are we doing that the body's sending these signals? Mm -hmm. Nobody, we just say, oh, well, here's, you know, here's a medication and continue on doing what you're doing. Yes. And people want to know, I've had professionals say to me before, well, people don't care. Oh, they don't care about what they, they, they do. Yes, they do. When you awaken them to it, or when you say, hey, you're feeling this pain do you know why or do you have any they they're no i don't know why can you tell me can you yeah. help me people yes. want to know for why sure. they're feeling away so i agree now you've brought up pain and chronic pain well let's talk about what's the difference between chronic and acute pain right so i've had this was so cool too doing i talk about this stuff all the time with my clients and this was cool doing this podcast because it gave me an opportunity to really pull from research case studies. Mm -hmm. And one of the newest definitions of chronic pain is anything, any pain that persists or recurs for longer than three months. Okay. In the past, it was anything over two weeks. Oh, wow. But this is one of the newest, which I think can be beneficial, but it also can be hurtful, right? Because mm -hmm. people with pain, well, my pain isn't considered chronic then. Right. Um, You've had it for a month yeah, or two. Right, yeah. Right. That's, so, yeah. so chronic pain is anything over three months that either stays steady or recurs, oh, comes okay. back as inflammation. Then there's subacute pain, which is that one to three months. And then there is that acute pain, which is anything less than one month. Okay. Oh, okay. So now it's differentiated the subacute. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So those are okay. some newer... That's a newer research that has come out that is saying, that is stating a couple of these things on pain, which is really cool. That is really, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't know that it was designated like that, you know, that we have these groups now. Yes. Okay. And that determines how you treat things too, right? Mm -hmm. Because if I have somebody come in with a, an acute injury, mm -hmm. say they slipped and fell, your body then creates often spasms which are that quick little cramping tightness in your back if you've ever fallen. Yeah. And we, if it's an acute injury, we do not want to go in and do massage and try to get rid of it because your body's protecting you. Oh. So we oftentimes are gonna try to work other areas or maybe just do like a heat or something very simple because your nervous system is protecting you. So say it's tightening up to get you to stop moving mm -hmm. and I open everything up and loosen everything up. Uh. If you can move again, it doesn't want Want you to move right now because it wants you to take time to heal that so makes sense. mind body plays a huge role and considering the the mind as well in this and the nervous system as well plays yeah. a huge role in treating in helping and yes. <laughs> working on people and you make a great point riley the body and brain's whole purpose is to keep us alive and to keep us well yes. so it's not so many times people think their body is shorting out yes. or, or making mistakes, even in autoimmunity, like, oh my gosh, they're told that in mainstream medical appointments that 
well, your body's just, you know, it's kind of spazzing out. It's, it's attacking itself. Yeah, this is a problem. Here's the solution. And it's yeah. not, why is this happening? Right. There's a reason for that. Our body is so wise. It knows what it needs. Everything from pain to loss of mobility to you name it symptoms those are signals yeah, and that pain cycle is so important to understand and not to interrupt and not to affect it because let's we, talk about that what yeah, is the pain yeah. cycle so let's talk about first let's do a little bit of pain response because okay. i feel like to understand the cycle of pain we kind of have to understand that initial response and how that works so we were talking earlier about perception and I'm always a big believer in therapy, specifically cognitive behavioral therapy, because perception plays a role in how our body views the pain and how our body sends out all of our important systems to help us feel less pain or regulate our okay. system. Okay. So pain is any unpleasant sensory and or emotional experience associated with actual or potential tissue damage. So even if we even if we're we're thinking about going for a run mm -hmm. and we believe that we're going to injure ourselves or we're going to injure ourselves while we're on the trail that potential tissue damage can actually set off our pain response oh it's fascinating so our brain says uh-oh this is this is pain we're going to send out responses to get you to to stop doing whatever you're doing so even oh. if that's mental and I think we were talking about social media and how much that plays a role in things. Mm -hmm. Those nervous system responses still happen, even if it's just happening in our brain. Yes. That's so, so interesting. Uh, the, the process, when you do get hurt, you have specialized receptors called nociceptors, mm -hmm. and they fire and send signals uh, to the spinal cord, which then go up into the neurons in the glia. We also have a modulation network. This is important for people that are runners, or athletes mm -hmm. that's those endorphins that are released once your body starts to feel a p any pain in the body yeah they're endorphins and they're called encathalins and those help that's what creates the runner's high oh. those help to regulate pain so a runner's high is actually just your body releasing hormones to regulate pain interesting that's why you don't feel it because yeah a lot of runners will get uh stress fractures and that heal mm -hmm. and then continue and then heal and come back but they're not feeling that because they have endorphins. That's your body regulating your pain in your system. Wow, it's its own natural pain management system. Yes, really cool. Wow, that is really cool. So that's the pain response. What's the pain cycle? So we talk about the pain cycle and how things play into your fight or flight. So we have our rest and digest mode, which is that parasympathetic. And then we have our fight or flight mode, which is that sympathetic. Mm -hmm. And then the definition of the fight or flight response is any automatic physiological reaction to an event that is, again, here's the keyword, perceived as stressful or frightening or is actual stressful or frightening. Okay. The perception of the threat activates that sympathetic, which is your fight or flight nervous system and triggers an acute stress response, which prepares the body to fight or flee. Okay. So that's really huge. Again, we talk, this is something I talk to my clients all the time about, <clears throat> especially once they develop any type of pain in the body, Yeah. whether it is that just back pain is a common one that is very emotionally linked. So mm. now I have pain in the body. And when I do certain things, I know I'm going to be in pain. So mm -hmm. even before I do this, Ah. my body's going to say, I know I'm going to be in pain. So I'm going to set off the pain response and start spasming and high blood pressure and have all these results 
because I know that's going to be painful and say now, okay, so that's something physical, say something emotional going on in your life, your body and your brain, even if we're just watching a video or thinking about things, mm -hmm. our body goes up. I, I need to fight or flight because that's stressful. Yeah. And it takes you through that same process. So oh the idea that gosh. perception plays a huge role is also why I, why I pursue an integrated approach with my clients and bring in that cognitive behavioral therapy and mm. that nutrition and other things because percept pain isn't always just pain. Sometimes it plays a role in how we think about the pain or mm. our environment that we're in or how other people treat us with pain or a mm -hmm. mood that we're in or maybe the fear of pain later in life or the fear of never ending pain. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So personal story. I told you that we like to go to the Jersey shore yes. and get away and we've gone there for years and I have noticed and as business owners, you and I, we work many hours yes. when we're working, like when we're not on vacation. We're thinking about working yeah, even when we're not working. It's, yes. it's kind of every waking hour. And then when you're sleeping, you're dreaming about it and yes. processing and fixing <laughs> things. So we were talking about this before we got on today. And I've just mentioned it to all of you. I have severe scoliosis, but every time we're getting ready to come home from the shore, my back goes into spasm. Yes. And I've always said it must be the stress of going home. <laughs> but every time I think of going home, my back literally goes into spasm. It yeah. happens for years, every yeah. single time. Yeah. And now you have just that's, unpacked. Yep, that's that psychosomatic responses. And you see now, so even when, even though it's a very physical problem that you have, yeah. that mental is playing a role in, uh-oh, I'm going to be stressed when I get, or I have so much to do when exactly. I get back and it's revving up the nervous system and the nervous system is going, well, this is inflammation. This is pain here. Mm -hmm. We, we need to set this off in order to protect you, yeah. protect you. So perception is one of the key phrases we talk about with my clients. Another one is another kind of repetitive phrase and conversation I have is talking about the general idea that the brain and the body are so amazing at protecting us and adapting and and when we have a stressor our brain whether it's a physical stressor and our brain goes okay that area of the body is not performing the way it needs to i'm going to go and use this pathway it's the same kind of thing mentally so when we talk about this stress and this adaptation, that's a really great adaptation to be able to help us survive. But unfortunately, the kind of world that we live in, nobody's ever going back and checking in and trying to heal, whether it's mental uh. or physical. We're just saying, oh, I can continue to move after destroying my body uh. on this run or having a really stressful week. Oh, okay, well then I'll just add more to my plate. Uh. None of us are saying, okay, my body's sending out these signals or mm -hmm. I'm adapting this way. I'm compensating. Mm -hmm. Why am I compensating and how can I help heal that area? We just say, okay, well, I'll just pack everything up and continue to move on. And that's when it starts to create problems too. I have clients where they had broken ankles in the past or were in car accidents or have had trauma. And they were like, well, that happened a while ago. I'm fine. Oh, mm -hmm. are we fine? Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. your body's been adapting this whole time. Yeah. And I'm reading that the patterns are very <laughs> off. So I don't know, maybe maybe we feel like we're we're fine moving forward, but your body's saying, no, I'm still I'm trying to pick here. up the rest of this. 
Yeah. yeah. So what I hear you saying is we develop these coping mechanisms, whether physically, emotionally, whatever. And so they allow us to turn a blind eye to yeah. our bodies yeah. and some of it cries is for, for help. survival right um, mm -hmm. i've had clients that have been in accidents and they've just kind of gone back to work and they're like oh i'm fine but then later on they start to feel things mm -hmm. and some of that is protection right because if we felt all the pain in our body and the stress in our body all the time we would not be able to function right i talk to some of my clients and right. i'm surprised you don't punch people in the face <laughs> because you <clears throat> your body feels so tense so yeah. some of that is a protection for us one of the things that i pulled forward in the research was that the pain is one of the underlying danger signals that the neural pathways send to the body to alert us that we are in fact in danger. So pain is also a response to danger. So oh. it makes perfect sense that if we kind of manifested up this stress, yeah, that now our body's like, uh oh, that's danger. Yeah. Whether it's, oh, the danger is maybe I have to add more coffee because I've got a lot more to do on my to-do list. That's mm -hmm. still a fight or flight response to us. Wow. So and not only that, as we feel that pain, we naturally react to that fear, which that's that pain cycle. So I feel pain. Mm -hmm. Now I'm afraid of what makes me feel pain mm -hmm. because I know I'm going to feel pain. So not only am I feeling the pain that I'm having, mm -hmm. even when it goes away, anything that may have caused the pain or I perceive as causing tissue damage or pain. Yeah. Now my body says pain response. We're going to send out pain signals because we don't want you to feel like that. So we sometimes cause the same pain that we're worried about. Interesting. So tell me how the subconscious plays into this. Is that how? Yeah, so that's how everything plays a role into, that's why, again, that cognitive behavioral therapy is so important because we do become that highly sensitized. It causes a persistent kind of increased heart rate, higher blood pressure, shallow breathing, digestive issues, and your body can't heal with a super sensitized nervous system because your body's just trying to protect you. Yeah. So we're not, we talk about fight or flight or rest and digest mode. Yeah. We're not in rest and digest mode when we're always fearing pain or worried about pain. Yeah. We're in that fight or flight response. So if we think about this as in the past, that fight or flight response was built to protect us from something eating us maybe or attacking us mm -hmm. and we run away mm -hmm. and then we find a safe space and we regulate. Mm -hmm. Whereas here now, there's not necessarily anywhere where you can run away from your phone right. or run away from responses. So I know personally, I have a lot of therapists that come in and see me for massage, which I love that. They're practicing what they preach. And yeah. so it's really cool. We got, we get to talk about mind and body, but that's why I'm such a huge, if I talk to one of my clients and they're going to therapy, oftentimes we try to schedule the therapy on the same day, or I try to remind them to talk to their therapist and really integrate, Hey, this is what my massage therapist found this week, or Neat. after this session, this is what happened. So mm -hmm. kind of tying in that mind and body response so that they have some of the puzzle pieces. Mm -hmm. And I know the therapists that I've talked to, they really like having those answers because of course they can read that kind of mental subconscious, but what happens inside the body is a really big telltale for them too. Yeah. And th then that ties into so many 
so many. If we could, we could be on here forever because that ties into. <laughs> we will be on here forever. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Just grab another yeah, cup of coffee. It's just a continuous <laughs> podcast for the next yeah. years of our lives. Exactly. You guys can shut us off and come back anytime. <laughs> but it's just so many things are popping up in my mind. When I hear what you're saying, this is what I talk to clients about a lot with chronic stress, the same fight or flight response. Yeah. We're meant to have fight or flight. That's a good thing. Yes. But it's meant to come back down. But in our lives today that are super over busy, overwhelmed, that... Which isn't always necessarily everybody's fault. I know I talk yeah. about one thing with my clients is when we talk about, well, you know, this the lifestyles that we have aren't built for this i always try to talk to my clients about but i know that's also not necessarily your fault right we create that we create nine to fives every single day and we create this society so exactly. sometimes you're just a little wheel in the society but calling attention to that and saying hold on what can i do what is realistic for me to do for myself right huge. so that i don't have this chronic stress and inflammation because now we have chronic cortisol yes. elevation yes. our adrenals are are getting wiped out and so we're on uh, we're we're on all the time and feeling wired and tired all the time and not knowing that's another one of those signals if you're wired and tired then there's more under the surface we need to look at yes. and we need to start looking at what can we do because you're right it's not anyone's fault we're just here now and sometimes i feel like you're saying well if you're wired and tired that's a response i think what i see a lot with my clients too is now that we haven't taught our children how to regulate or how to acknowledge a feeling or acknowledge something we're we're all growing up as an adult and some of my clients and even sometimes myself we were mm -hmm. talking about mm -hmm. i don't always notice when i'm in a dreidel fatigue or when i'm tired right. i'm not listening to my body or my brain and listening and going okay what do you need i'm no. i'm just saying okay well you're let's just take a nap let's just do that and yes. let's just continue pushing forward when the problem, some of us can't always read those signs and the signs that our body's trying to put off to us. So what's, my recommendation is always like doing a check-in with the body physically, but for you, what would you say are, is your recommendations on how people who aren't good at reading or maybe who have never been taught to read the responses that their body's throwing off, what's your recommendation on maybe how we can check in and figure out what's going on? Yeah, it's really similar to what you're talking about. It's let's figure out, if you're coming in for these symptoms, yeah. say you're chronically fatigued, you're irritable, you have an acidic stomach, right? Yeah. You feel like you have indigestion all the time, or you have, you know, IBS. Yeah. Any of so that's a great example. Let's just start walking backward and taking note of when these things are happening. Cause you're right. We, sh we shut down the check engine light yes. all the time. We can take an ibuprofen or we can take a Tums and then or say, another oh, well, cup of coffee. Yeah, or... well, I can function. Yes. But we were talking about this earlier and this has been something that we've kind of repeated is when our body sends these signals out instead of maybe, and it, it's okay to take medication because nobody can tell you what kind of pain you're in. Right. And you know, if your doctor prescribes you that, you got to make that decision for yourself. But yep. I think maybe what I'm talking about is that checking in with yourself, maybe mm -hmm. even if you can't not take the medication, at least saying, okay, well, what, why is my body telling me these signals? Why am exactly. I getting these signals? And what can I do to maybe take the steps of, okay, well, first, when I feel this happening, I'm going to do these things that I can do naturally, holistically. 
And then if that's still bothering me, then I'll take the medication. So sure. just checking yeah. in with your body and listening to it first before we kind of just throw that Band-Aid on and say, let's just keep moving. Yeah, and I agree with you 100%. And it's going back upstream. So if I'm feeling this trigger now, well, no, not this trigger. If I'm feeling this symptom now, what happened before or maybe what three steps happened yeah. before yes. that led to this again and then if i can start to just slow down enough to identify those three steps yeah. or one step then i can say okay i'm gonna do whatever i need to right now like you said whether it's a medication whether it's slowing down whether it's an epsom salts yeah. bath whether Even it's a walk outside noticing that stuff is a win yeah, it's a I win i have clients that come to me when i i encourage them to really go through their life and, and and look at what we're doing when i felt pain when i didn't feel pain when exactly. i felt the best when i felt the worst and i see them they come in and they say hey i felt bad when i did this and then we talk about okay well let's see why is this happening and now they have, they noticed the pain and they didn't ignore it, which is huge. It's they took that huge. time and even that baby step of maybe just noticing what's going on in your body and coming to a professional and saying, Hey, what's the map? Where's mm -hmm. the guide? Let's figure this out. And I, that's win. why I love working with professionals like you, because I've sent clients to you before and it's so realistic. It's so educational. And now the client now has the guide. They have the map to figure out what's going on. Right. And I love that because one other piece of that and we haven't even talked about that and that's a whole nother it's a, it is a whole nother podcast but where you know is there are there some foods that are involved certainly yeah. it's our perception certainly it's you know the true stresses that come at us all day every day yes. it's the unexpected it's the expected the anticipated it's all that but then we have the role of foods or we have the role of environment you know is right. the environment not healthy so but each piece is a win. Each piece gets us to so the next step. So for you personally in your history, if you care to share, if you're comfortable sharing, when you've, and I know you've had a journey with, I'm sure with yourself, which is why you're so passionate about food and nutrition. Mm -hmm. When you've eaten certain foods, have you noticed that chronic pain response go up and down? And how quickly did that happen after eating the foods? Absolutely. Uh, what went on through that process? Absolutely. So when were you awakened to that? Well, back in my 20s. So wow. a very long time ago, but that was before gluten-free was a thing. Right. There it wasn't a thing then. It wasn't a trend. Yeah. It was, you would have to go <laughs> to the, to the, small town health food stores <laughs> to find anything gluten-free and they tasted horrible they were sawdust and they were cardboard yeah but i started realizing way back way back in my 20s that when i would eat and i didn't even know the term gluten then when right. i would eat bread and pasta that my eczema would flare oh. badly and so i thought hmm when i stop eating those things then my eczema goes away so that was the first step of self-awareness. Right. And then I started researching it and realized that, that it was likely gluten. And so I would go in and out of eating gluten. I right. would, and, and so many of my clients go through the same journey. And I understand it really, really well because I've lived it where you say, okay, I'm going to cut it out. And you cut it out and you start to feel better. And then you think, I don't think it was that big of a deal. <laughs> it really wasn't a big deal. So you go back to eating it. Then you're in pain again and you have yeah. symptoms again. You go, oh, I, I actually think it was that. I'm going to cut it out again. And you literally cycle that in yeah. and out. I did for two years and then wow. I would abandon it completely. Then I would go back. Like It was a long journey. But now, so 
the tricky thing about food sensitivities and so many people come in and they're like, I don't have food sensitivities or if I do, I can't figure them out because I'll give something up for a day or two. But then something I ate before that I never had a problem with now bothers me. Yeah. Here's the sneaky part about it. Food sensitivities can take up to three days to cause a reaction. So when you wow. think you oh, ate that avocado today yes. and you could always eat avocado, but now it bothers you. I did not know It's that. not necessarily the avocado wow. today. It could have been the pizza from three days ago. Wow. But you're attributing it to the avocado because as soon as you ate it, you had yeah, the so reaction Yeah, that's very flare. confusing because, okay, so mm -hmm. I immediately am, I ate something and I think, oh, this is what bothers me. Uh, yes. that's, that's the answer. But uh -huh. in reality, it could be something that I ate a few days ago that I don't even have on my mind anymore exactly. because we're just... Exactly. And that's wow. where the elimination diet gets so tricky. So I always say to people, we've got two options. If you've got a hunch yeah. that something doesn't agree with you, you're right. right. If you can help me understand the map yeah. to your body, yes. you know you. Yes. Definitely... If, Give me that information. Yep. If you've got a hunch, then let's just get rid of that for right, now. Because right. there's a reason you have that hunch. Yeah. And then even though sometimes you have it, it's fine. Sometimes you have it, it's not fine. Let's go with the hunch. Yeah. Now that's one way to start an elimination diet. Or I have the best food sensitivity testing in the world. I've tried different ones. This one's the best. It's called MRT. That's the other option. It's more of an investment. Right, it's, right. But when we see it, we go, oh, wow. Who knew? But when we're talking about your mental and physical health, not feeling anxiety all the time or not yes. adding to the reasons that you feel anxiety or pain or depression mm -hmm. or inflammation, all, all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. And just remember that just because you may have pain in your back doesn't mean that the gut doesn't tie into that. So sure. the body is trying to regulate all of this pain and we're adding to it. Exactly. So when we're talking about that investment, it's just simply taking the time to take care of your, and listen to your body and, and even just getting your nutrition right where you're not inflaming your gut all the time, that's yeah. going to help with so many other pain and, and problems that your brain and your body are trying to manage 24 seven. For sure. Absolutely. And I find it was really interesting for me. So I've had this eczema since, oh my gosh, 30 years and it comes and goes. Yeah. So I ran the MRT on me right? a year and a half ago or so. And guess what came up? Not only the gluten that I knew, not only the tomatoes that when I eat, huh. my ankles swell instantly. Wow. My family's like, yeah, you shouldn't be eating those tomatoes, right? girl. Anyhow, I love them. But anyhow, there's that. But I found things like garlic, onion, and lemons, really? which I ate every single yeah. day. And you wouldn't, those are not typical things They're that healthy. I talk to now after having met you, even simply meeting you and talking to you for a few minutes is, is so helpful to, to especially the general public. And so now that I've talked to you and I talked to my clients about inflammation and pain, specifically inflammation, I'm always telling them, well, I think you should go talk to somebody because what you may think is inflammation for you is very different for other people and our yes. telltale, oh, sugar, oh, this. Yes, of course, those are a problem, but yeah. there are lots of other things that are problems that maybe are specific to each person that you don't even know that you're doing. Yeah, I, and I like that you bring that up. That's the low-hanging fruit. Yeah. If someone's only ready to take step one, Amen. Just right. get rid of the low-hanging fruit. Yeah. That will make a massive... Yeah, baby steps. Yeah, that'll yeah. make a massive change. Get rid of sugar. Get rid of simple carbohydrates. Get rid of all the artificial sweeteners. Yes. Get rid of trans fats. 
you do that, your body's like literally singing, hallelujah, like, thank you. <laughs> you are getting rid of the poison. So let's right. start there. And then if someone's ready to take the next step, each step is compounds the effects of the last step. So each step has this magnified response yeah. to where people keep saying, oh man, I had a client in yesterday and I, oh man, I love all my clients, but this one, this one's very special to me. She came in originally really sick. And so was her little, little girl who was five, really, really sick, white as a ghost all the time. And we started working last fall on cleaning up food sensitivities, cleaning up deficiencies in her nutrition. And we got so far and then we kept missing something. She said, I'm so much better, 80%. Yeah. And I kept racking my brain. You and I talked about this. Even yes. when, even we'll, we'll ruminate on people for weeks trying to figure it out. And I was like, it's mold. I know, I know it's mold. So in a follow-up appointment in the yeah. winter, I said, I think it's mold. I think, what about your house? And she said, you know, we do have some spots in our house. So I recommend a company. Right. There's one I really trust out of Pittsburgh called Mold Medics. If you guys, I'm giving them a shout out. I really trust them. So if you're looking yeah. for someone to come and in. I love that you're saying that too, because I think that it's, again, that's finding the answers for people. You don't have to live a life where you have no idea why you feel pain or why you don't feel good. Right. There are people that like you and I that want to find the answer. We we love this. Get we want to help. I want to yeah. I want to figure out the puzzle piece. We want you so, to get better. Right. And the point of that is then when we hit on the mold and she came in yesterday so she got her house cleaned up and then we did a mold detox because we got to get that stuff out of her body. Yes. She came in yesterday and she's like, "Oh my gosh." And less than a year's time I'm in such a different place and I have so much more knowledge. But those are the things that when we find these sources of inflammation and stress response yeah. and we can start to bring them down, people can start to see such a big change. There's control coming back. There's a lot of like mental fear going away. Now that fear of the pain or that fear of the stress or inflammation that's going through my body can be eliminated because I have the tools to be able to help this. So we're breaking up that pain response, that fear of pain exactly. that creates more pain. So tell me this, what is the best piece of advice you've gotten? As a business owner, the best piece of advice I have read, and that's one thing that I've been trying to do a lot is just some mindfulness, is that one, you define your own success, mm. you define what's enough. Don't look at other people and say, that's successful. So good. Everybody's version of success is different. Mm -hmm. Maybe me simply getting up this morning and drinking water and maybe I didn't do that. I didn't do that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So that's successful yeah. to me. Yeah. That's enough for me. And so just remember that you get to, you get to make what's successful to you. You get to make what is enough for you. You get to say, this is what makes me happy in life. I love that. So probably that, and mm -hmm. that your being successful is not about being better than others. It's about being a master of your mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. And I, I really think when we focus on our paths, then we end up helping other people on their paths because we're doing so well on our paths. Yeah. So that kind of stuff has been really huge for me, but playing into the cognitive behavioral therapy, that is so big on, on getting to know the things you need to hear and that you are enough just mm. coming in today, drinking the water, doing yeah. this, that's enough. Yeah. You don't have to, you could do everything else. 
And that would be great. That's the cherry on top, but just being present is enough too. So that's probably the best advice. I want to repeat that because that's the best advice for all of us. Right. You are enough. You, not what you do, yep. not how you behave, yep. not what you get done, not how you love. Not what you don't get done, not what you haven't yet gotten done. Yes, you are yep. enough. Not what your tapes say from your past. Yep. You right now. And enough. no matter who you are, you are also worthy of love and respect. Yes. We all are. So yes. whether you feel like you're enough or not, it doesn't matter because you're still worthy of that love and you're respect worthy. from each person and everybody has something to offer. I'm so grateful that I get to meet all these professionals and therapists and just people out there, you start to build a community and you start to really be mindful. And I feel like I get the best advice every day. Yeah, I can't, I'm constantly <laughs> reading more and being like, oh, that's the best advice. So when, <laughs> yeah. I, when you so have this question, right now, I was like, yeah. what's the best advice? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, but that is awesome right. that you are worthy and right. you are enough. What's the worst? Have you gotten any bad advice? Uh, I think, like I said, I think everybody has something to offer. One thing that I don't like that gets repeated a lot in my field is no pain, no gain. Oh, I hate that and one. I, think that, I hate that one. That that's a problem because yes. none of us really are very good at or know how to. We're not naturally taught how to regulate our systems mm -hmm. and our pain response yes. or our emotional response. Mm -hmm. So when you push past somebody's pain, even if I'm saying, oh, I can handle it, your nervous system is locking up, your blood pressure is going up. So I've had mm -hmm. people that say that to me before and I'm like, I don't think that your body wants that. Like, no. I don't think that you're okay with that. Mm -mm. Let's do a pain. If you have to feel pain, let's do it so that you feel comfortable. Okay, I push this point, you feel pain. Let's do some deep breathing. Now you're regulated. Now your nervous system and your brain go, oh, I can regulate this with breath where I can, I can handle it. Oh, okay. I'm not afraid of this anymore. Let's calm down the nervous system response. And let's get through it that way. That's great. So that's probably, I don't like just the push through the pain and I don't either. Yeah. I feel like it's a betrayal of your body. Yes. Your body's yes. doing everything it can to help you. I always talk about <clears throat> when I talk to people about their body and even if they're like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I love pain. I'm okay with it. I say that the body and the nervous system are like as if you had a house and yes. you have your door locked. Mm -hmm. Say I come in and I say, can I come in? And you say, oh, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, I, I guess I'm okay with it. Yeah. But the door is locked and I break it down. Now you're yes. creating damage. And also next time I come to your house, you're gonna say, oh, this person is, this person is painful. This person is scary to me. Yeah. Now your body's already up when I just step on the front steps. Whereas yeah. if we say, can I maybe come into your house and we talk a little bit and we, you know, kind of slowly come in and you unlock the door and open the door. Now, each time I come over, we're building that rapport and your nervous system is going, oh, yes. this person is safe. They're listening to my boundaries. Maybe come into my living room, but not into my bedroom. Maybe come into there, but not my kitchen. Yeah. So I talk to people about their nervous system as if it's a house like and how it. it's not helpful to just break down the door. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I do think about that because I think about how much the body stores in terms of emotion and how much it does to keep us alive and to keep us healthy and to yes. keep our energy going. It's working so hard for us and for us to say, you know what? 
it's I see it like a relationship. If someone said, I want to talk with you, and I go, you know what? I don't want to talk with you, but I want the relationship. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, I want like, you to work for me, but yeah. I don't want to listen to any, I don't want to listen anything to you. you need out of this. I'm not going to give you, but I want you to do everything for that's me. That's how I feel yeah, with the no pain, no I've gain. I've never thought mm-hmm. about, I've never talked about that. And that's a great that's a great response because we can't necessarily want our body to work for us, but also not be giving it anything that it needs to be able to function. We're we're so lucky and I'm so grateful every day. I woke up this morning too. And I'm so grateful that my body was able, there's so many systems in place to wake you up at the right time and to, to make sure, you know, your body temperature starts to go up, your cortisol, like there's so many things in place that we just take for granted and say, Oh, I woke up. Yes. What now? Tell me what the most exciting opportunities you have in the next year. Well, this, <laughs> this is awesome. I love, I hope to do more of these with you. And, yes, and I, I absolutely. love, I am, I, I just, I love you and your presence so much. Thank and I'm you. so, I it's admire mutual. you so much. Thanks, so uh, there's so many things out there that of course we don't know yet that'll fall into place, but my My biggest things are finishing the remodel of my building. I'm so grateful to have a family that my dad's a contractor. He's so helpful. Both my mom too. She's such a hard worker. So finishing the remodel of my building, being able to have a space where we can have talks like this in front of people and really help the community understand how to use your brain and your body in a way that's effective and how to listen to it too. Mm. And so I want to have more of those talks where it's like sitting down with people and get back to the community in that way. I want to bring in more professionals into my building as well. I'm going to bring in more professionals. Yay. So really cool. Um, I also am big into fundraising for the animal shelter. That's my niche. So I'd like to hold like a wellness event where all the money goes to the shelters And we do a a more affordable version of all of the services. So it gives the community an ability to take care of themselves. It's affordable. You're donating to a good cause. And then we are also getting to build those connections because I feel like I'm in a field where I can't just say, come get this. I have to Mm -hmm. really sit down and say, talk to the person and say, okay, what do you, what do you need? Yeah. Here's what I have that could help what you need. Yeah. So we're in a field where connections are huge. Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe some kind of summit. I have a lot of therapists, like I said, that come in and see me too. The Cleveland Clinic is a huge clinic for pain and health in general. And that's kind of what they do is they take everything and you see all these people in the same day. Yeah. So it's huge. I have a client who has gone there for his situation and he's like, it's the most wonderful team approach. It gives that integrated approach. I would love love to get that for this area. Mm, That's a great vision. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. We'll keep you all posted about that. And then as we wrap up, how does someone go about getting to know you, booking with you, learning more about you? So we do have online booking. Okay. I'm super friendly though. So if you end up calling or messaging and you say, I just can't understand this, you can call too. We do go in and out with clients. So occasionally I won't be able to call until the end of the day, but you will get a call back. So online booking, we have social media. I have a bunch of pain highlights on my Instagram as well. Pain relief. I have some holistic books that are done by PhDs. So if you want to kind of educate yourself, 
So getting on and booking, when you come in, don't stress about what you choose. I priced all of mine the same so that when you come in, you don't have to worry, oh, do I have enough for this one? When you come in, every time we do a verbal intake, what are your goals for the day? What are you comfortable with? What are you not comfortable with? And that can even change throughout the session. I always tell my clients, I try to build that rapport because maybe something you said you were okay with later on it's too much pain or it's just too much Mm. and building that rapport where my clients can be able to say hey I've had a lot of emotional stress yeah let's hold up on the pain today or let's hold up on the pressure today or let's just do this today so building that open communication and what their goals are for the session and then also validating hearing people when they come in I've been going through this this is what I want to work on. Sometimes mm-hmm. just simply hearing the person talk about what they're going through, whether it's mental or physical is really huge. Cause I don't take insurance. We take HSA and FSA and card and cash. And, yeah. But so I don't take insurance. So I can spend all the time in the world. All my clients are 30 minutes apart. So if you want to sit there and oh. talk about what's going on in your oh life my or that's how amazing. that's affecting you or before the session or after the session, that is a hundred percent fine with me. That's amazing. That's another thing that plays into I try to treat people how I would want to be treated and that's definitely how I would want to be treated that differentiates you too it really does because when body work is done sometimes it brings emotions up yeah so then to be able to process those and not run out the door right and get your stress response back up again that's awesome okay and even just today if you have pain or you know, fear of pain, we'll link some of the helpful things, yeah. touch therapy, infrared cupping. I have some links for those. Okay. Um, but if you have that pain and you've sat here and listened to this podcast today or read some of the information, just know that even educating yourself on the pain that you're feeling and understanding your pain response actually has been proven to lower your pain response. Neat. So that's huge for you that you were able to listen to this stuff and start to learn about it because now you have some of the tools that are going to help lower your pain response. Yes, that's great. So what's your website and your social media handle and or handles? And right, then what right. I'll do is I'll link them in, sh- in the show notes and everybody will be able to... Right. So I my website is thehealingtreecenter.com. And then our socials are the Healing Tree Indiana. Mm-hmm. Our email is the Healing Tree Center PA at gmail.com. But you can you can message any like message through the website or email, whatever you feel comfortable with. Okay. Um, and our phone number is 724-219-7801. You can text that or call that. Okay. If you don't know what you need or what you want, just come in. I we, love we will that. walk through and figure it out. A that. lot of people have no idea what they need and they just know that they need to be there. So when they get there, we're like Okay, I I ask what you want to focus on, but if you don't know what you want to focus on yet, we'll find some stuff. You'll figure it out. We'll find some stuff that's been sitting there. So Riley, this has been so much fun. We just have to plan our next one. I know. I'm. I would love to come back and listen to you. (laughs) Where you talk a little longer than me. (laughs) We will get back together. Right. Yes. Thank you so much for being here today. I've loved it. Yeah. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll have all the information in the show notes for you. So come back to you next week. Until then, stay pretty well. Bye.